0: Over. i'm danny getz and i'm joined as always by eddie Kidboots finn
1: hey we got uh our guests aaron herzog and greg gethard here as well hi hey friends guys. hey thanks hi. for having us hey thanks for being had yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, now everybody, welcome to the Holding Core Podcast. <laughs> yes. can get there, and we took this over. It's our podcast, <laughs> it's
0: our
3: now. world. We're, yeah. we're going to draw so lines in the middle.
0: You guys just have your podcast <laughs> yeah. on that side. We'll have ours on this. Ooh, side. Dueling we're we're going to need one
3: of you. We're going to need one of you guys to um to do an improvised bit where where you're pretending to be part of the um the uh, tailgate party Mike Scott (laughs) fuck
2: it's like on Conan when Rory Scovel and uh, John Doerr do dueling sets they both do stand up can you can you separate the audio like you guys in the left ear and us in the right ear and then people can can just like
1: I I don't know if we do yeah it's all it's all recording to one (laughs) channel Uh, I'm not
3: used to recording a podcast with you without a recording device perilously balanced on a windowsill between us (laughs) like where we're both like we're both like leaning Puts into the same it. microphone yeah with tom
2: sharp three people yeah. in one microphone yes. Yes. like so we're an old doo yes. group yeah let's, <laughs> yes. let's
0: let's catch people up who don't know your guys podcast history together what is oh yeah this is very is this? inside baseball yeah. reference so inside,
2: except for it's basketball <laughs> <laughs>
0: So yeah, tell us what your your podcast. What was that?
2: We did the first basketball podcast yeah. on the internet. It was called the Holding Court podcast and nobody had a basketball podcast before us. Or since. So anybody who who <laughs> has a basketball podcast since the since the Holding Court podcast owes us money.
3: What's really funny <laughs> though. We're
2: coming for you. What's- Basketball Jones, we're coming for you. Uh, Ringer NBA starters. shows, yeah. Zach Lowe, you owe it, us money. Is it
0: knuckleheads or something. Get out here, Sam Sam
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uninterrupted. Uh, the the road tripping show.
3: Yes.
1: Uh, that one with like Windhorse and all the other like ESPN yeah. dorks. Uh-huh.
3: Do you remember how many actually like? Because we didn't think. To do anything like, you know, like trademark the phrase holding court podcast. Oh, there have been at least there three holding so court. Po- oh,
2: Gino Ariema has a podcast called holding court right now. There really? was one that was yeah. about, there was one that was about legal. the law. Yeah, there the was law. a legal.
3: And when my Twitter, when I was still, my Twitter account was still at holding court pod. I would get law questions. That's awesome. <laughs> like, I, I
2: did you answer them?
3: Uh, I probably did at some point in
2: time. Yeah, it was his first character law guru, Greg <laughs> yeah. III. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. All right. So, yeah, we like to
0: start the show asking what sports is to you. Aaron, we'll ask you first. What is sports
2: in your life? Sports in my life is a lot of uh, uh, adult recreational league leagues with mostly comedians in them. Okay. Is yeah. that basketball? Or is that a, mostly other- basketball, occasionally a softball game, but I would say 95% basketball okay did you grow up playing yeah i've played since i was a little kid my dad played like in college and then like played some like semi-pro ball like after and was like still playing when i was a kid so kind of grew up with a dad who loved basketball and and that's how it it came to me i also played baseball when i was a little kid but basketball was always my favorite sport Why don't because you tell them i like the way they dribble up and down the
3: court <laughs> about, um, who your dad said he could
2: Basketball. Oh, on a podcast. So I did. I did a, a holding court podcast when I was home for Christmas one year with my dad, and had him tell like basketball stories because he like played against like Pee Wee Kirkland uh, when Pee Wee was locked up. My dad was on a team that they took into the prison to play. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. And he, he like 6'10". yeah, my dad's six ten. He played in like uh, he played in like semi pro like adult summer leagues where like. Sam Bowie was in the league, and my dad was the MVP of the league. Like he was legit, like really good (laughs) at basketball. Can't catch a break. (laughs) And yeah, you hear that? He got drafted over Michael Jordan, and my dad won a summer league MVP over him. So that's so it feels like
1: your dad got drafted over Michael Jordan. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, He's
2: almost my dad's a Kemalash one. (laughs) 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 Uh, And um, just give
1: Sam Bowie the the dream shake a little bit in prison. (laughs)
2: But yeah, on this podcast, I I had... Uh, I was asking my dad to uh, compare his game to like somebody like in the NBA and I was trying he was like oh I don't know I'm kind of unique and I was like well you're a big guy you're like 6'10 but you could always shoot you shot threes like what about Dirk Nowitzki and he was like nah I'm better than
1: Dirk <laughs> <laughs> and this was, like, this was like this was
2: like 10 years ago this was probably like what 2010 or something MVP. like that so it was like MVP level Dirk Nowitzki yeah. and just my dad straight face serious yeah. said no like- I'm better than Dirk and Dirk
3: went on it was like when Dirk went on that weird outback journey, walk yeah. about with his uh long-term handler/slash mentor.
2: Yeah, and Greg's Greg's bar, I believe his name is Greg's buddy, former guest of the holding Core podcast and host of the best show on WFMU, Tom Sharpling, still mad about it to this day.
3: Yeah, he makes fun of that. I, I he wanna made see fun the, of that so much. I like on the one-on-one. air,
2: on his popular comedy podcast, yes. would rag on my dad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. With like Patton Oswalt in the studio.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's just like some famous guest just sitting there listening yeah. to Tom Sharpling rag about my dad. She's like, who is Bob Hertz on? <laughs>
3: <laughs> my favorite personal, one of my favorite personal moments calling into the best show is I was doing a show at Connie's Rick Rack. And I don't know if this might shock you guys, but it was a weird show track.
1: Kind of oh, what are yeah, you? It. Are um, you sure?
3: And my bit was I was trying to learn to spin plates for it, and uh, <laughs> I, like I was on the uh, talking about it on the best show, and then I got off the phone, and then the person who called in like one or two calls after me was Nathan Fielder <laughs> from Nathan for You, and Tom told him about my bit, and Nathan from Nathan for You said. Wow, that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good,
2: that should be your bio. Yeah, you should put in. I'm serious. Nathan you should Fielder your comedy said, bio really should weird. be your quote should be Wow, that's really weird." Attributed quote: Nathan Fielder. Yes. that would get you work.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, it's definitely right. honest. It's not. It's not one of those things where you're like, "Oh, I paid to perform at a club, and now I can say I worked at that club." You right. have that. That's real.
3: Right. Wait, people don't pay to perform at comedy clubs. Oh, sometimes,
0: <laughs> sometimes they're asked to. I don't know
2: what that's like.
3: Yeah, alas, I'll back off. It's Aaron's time.
2: No, I'm done.
0: That's
3: all, all right. sports is. To so be adult yeah.
2: recreational leagues with comedians. Mostly well, what about, about comedians? watching sports? Oh, sure, I watch sports. Are you? Are you uh, a? <laughs> <laughs> are you an all sports
0: person? Or are you kind
2: of mostly like? mostly basketball i you know i watch football because it's something to do on a sunday but i hate football and i'm trying to not watch football yeah, that's but, pretty much where i'm at too but yeah. the eagles are good so it's hard to it's hard it's, to not watch football when the eagles are good
0: like i'd love watching good football like yeah regardless of eagles or not i love watching like a good offense that just like an unstoppable offense aside mm-hmm. from like tom brady uh, just frustrating for some reason but like, I love watching a team just like methodically move up and down the field. But watching a football game is so
2: arduous. Like, I just hate. I just hate football. I think it's a bad sport. I don't think it should exist, and I think the NFL is evil. And what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was, I was aw- I was ready to be like, all right, I'm done with football. And then the Eagles are like, oh, we're gonna be in the Super Bowl now. And I was like, you motherfuckers! Yeah,
3: <laughs> like, yeah. yeah I, I was out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I didn't watch a game that year. I was working Sundays, so I was like, "All right, whatever. I just won't watch football. I'm I'm working. I I didn't miss it. And then all of a sudden, they were in the playoffs, playing like prime time, and I could watch. And I'm like, I
2: got I missed the whole good year. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, so what we're saying is we're hypocrites, and yeah. all it takes is a little hometown. Uh, I blame it on the fact that I don't live in Philly anymore. So that is like, oh, yeah. I got really into the LA
3: Chargers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: No, but I mean, I, I, like the I LA got really Rams? into like all the all the teams again once I started not living oh, in yeah, Philly. Once,
0: once I moved out of Philly, I yeah. like got a whole new appreciation. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was up in Boston the year the Phillies made the World Series or won the World Series, and like I came home to watch the World Series at home, and like all of everything was like red with everything Phillies peas everywhere, and I'm yeah. like, this is this is what I want. Like yeah. This is
2: great in in L.A. Uh, right after the Eagles won the Super Bowl, whenever I'd see somebody with like an Eagles hat or shirt or whatever, I would like, I, you know, I'd give them like a go birds or something on the street. And I'd be like, yeah, go birds. And then shortly after I like came back to Philly and that instinct was still there to do that when I saw oh, somebody yeah. with it. Yeah. But then I was just like, oh no, everybody has it. Like, yeah. And I yeah. like almost did it like a few times. Just be like, yeah, go birds. And it's just like, yeah, everybody hears that.
0: Yeah. Like I, I remember, and like, this is like a, a sports complaint on top of a, uh, phillies complaint but like when the phillies were in the championship series and they were in the clinching game i had to go to three different bars in boston to find the game on.
2: they just didn't have it on. in
0: the one bar had like a giant projection screen and they were playing project runway
3: the thing is though they they had sports on too boston is not known as a sports city (laughs) so you got to give a little bit of you have to be fair to the city of Boston. I
2: hate Boston so much. I, there's two people here who have lived in Boston. I
3: don't before. like it.
2: Oh yeah, I, I hate it. I, I
0: have weird feelings I like about that city. That, I will say that on a podcast. I, I like going back the to the city it of now, Boston, to like,
2: <laughs> like I'm be living in there soon. I, I didn't last forever. I've long. never been. Not when you were there.
3: Well, <laughs> I mean, to be our um, one-time guest and friend, that, um, nah.
2: Max should leave when the city yes, of Boston yeah. burns, though. My,
3: my, my best friend Mac, who lives in Boston, um, was a guest on our podcast a few times.
2: I, I think know. so. He did uh, he the, did, the, the he, Kembe Matumbo yeah. impersonator yeah, he was
3: character one. Professional Matumbo <laughs> impersonator. So he lives. He lived in Boston. He still lives in Boston. Silent impression. It's just the finger. Yeah. No. 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 But I like going to visit. But I did not like. I've had there. lovely
2: times in Boston. Yeah, I have.
3: We had a, a good time at that the um, after hours. The um, oh, slow, that was great. The yeah, <laughs> sports conference uh, after hours
2: party. <laughs> there are definitely famous NBA writers who saw us do Kirk, stupid. Kirk Goldsberry, stuff there. yeah.
3: And um, do you remember who headlined the show?
2: Who? Ari. Oh, it was That's yeah yeah, Kandabal-
3: yeah. Um, I mean, Ari.
2: <laughs> Her. Her. Ari Condebar. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: That was like one of the well, worst, I mean, bits of, worst sets I've ever done in my life. Was that day? It's
2: awful. <laughs> what did you do?
3: I, I wasn't because I was still. We like, performed. We
2: performed at the after party for the Sloan Conference one year.
1: <laughs> what? That's such a
2: weird. It <laughs> was an unofficial after yeah. party. So, how right? yeah.
3: do you get that? <laughs> this, this is we his friends in Boston. Yeah. yeah. No. Um. So, we like. W- we started the podcast, it actually like got sea legs behind it with people listening to it. Sure. And um someone uh who lived in Boston whom I did not know, um, um, who's now a really good friend of mine, my friend Anin, he reached out to me on Twitter got my email or something like that, and was like, Hey, I'm a big fan. And he was a he still, I think he still does. Yeah. He still freelances for like Dime magazine and all that. Okay. I remember he wrote a little bit of a blurb about us. Yeah. So we had like a little bit of a blurb about us like Dime magazine. All right. Oh, so yeah. then
0: he presses press.
3: Yeah. So then I actually, from there was like, Hey, I used to, you know, he told me he lived in, um, Boston. And then I was like, yeah, I used to live in Boston, you know, and you know, um, he hung out this sports bar. Did you go to that place? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh god, what's the name of it? I can't remember. I couldn't the name tell of it. you. Um, so he hung out at this sports bar that my uh, my that Mac and my friends up there used to go to, and they hit it off, and they be, they're like now like best friends. And then um, I became we became good friends with Anin, and Anin's like one of those guys like who knows everyone, literally knows everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. Just like he you knows good friends. He's how we ha- he. Remember Luke Bonner, Matt Bonner's brother? Yeah, because <laughs> it, oh, yeah. yeah, it, it was for his charity. Oh yeah, it was for Matt share. Bonner's.
2: It was for Matt Bonner's yeah. charity. So yeah. we
3: became like we hung out with Luke Bonner. I'm still like I still like I still tweet with him. Yeah, him, yeah. yeah, yeah. with him. Yeah, because um, so he's just one of those people who knows like all kinds of other people. He's just a connector. I mean, did he do come on our podcast? I can't remember
2: on our podcast. Yeah, I think he might have done our podcast once.
3: because the the first time I met. Him, Anin and his now ex-wife, they were just coming to Philly to hang out for the weekend. And they were like, hey, like you want to get together? And we ended up spending the whole weekend with them. And it was, it, we went to a Sixers game. And um, I can't remember. It was when the Sixers were like it, the I,
1: process years. It might
3: have been the first year of the process, or like the last year before the process. I can't remember the,
0: the time Doug the, the good years. old days where you could just take anybody to any Sixers game because yes. it
2: did yeah. not hurt your wallet at all. Yes, uh, yeah. or you could sneak in for free to Allen yeah. Iverson. Allen oh, yeah? Iverson's return game. That
3: was <laughs> oh wow. Moment. That was like the peak of our podcast. That
2: was one of the best uh, awesome. days yeah, of yeah, my life. That that was fun.
3: <laughs> How
1: did you guys sneak into that?
2: They weren't prepared. They so it was. It, they just didn't have the staff on hand to we, accommodate we like a to- full a full thing. So we went down to film a bit. We were like uh interviewing people in the in the uh parking lot with a
3: lightsaber with
2: a lightsaber <laughs> like we pretend like yeah he was holding it like a mic and people were talking into and it, then, like, and Alicia, flip it and then he flipped it out people
3: would still talk it was the it. dumbest thing
2: <laughs> it's still on youtube it's so dumb greg made people uh read a play he asked them how racist yeah, really? they were to their face like yeah, it was like yeah <laughs> awesome. uh-huh and then it's it
3: about should i take it off youtube
2: No, I I I have have it on on YouTube and it's staying. And it's staying. No, it's not. You're not going to get kicked off for asking people how racist they are. You're not going to get canceled for asking somebody else if they're racist. I get
3: canceled because I don't do anything, anyways.
2: G- Cancel Greg. Down.
3: All right. Live your life as usual. But Not we were try. like,
2: w- we wanted to watch the game, and there's like the the bar, whatever it is, O Smithigans or whatever. That's yeah. Like yeah. Connected yeah. to the stadium. And yeah. we were like, oh, we'll just go into this bar and watch. Oh, so we just walked in. Yeah. We walked yeah. in the guy, the, there was a guy that, at the gate who just let us in. And then when we got into the bar area, we were just like, wait, this is just the stadium. We're yeah. just in the stadium yep. now. So we found empty seats and just sat and yeah, watched they, the game.
0: They now yeah. have like, people set up on those doors. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I've, I've done that before. Not for, like, major sports, but for, like, wings or something like and that. And
2: then we like, – and we also, at halftime, we saw two people leaving who had all-you-can-eat bracelets, and we negotiated buying their all-you-can-eat yeah, bracelets from bucks. them for, like, a couple bucks. And then yeah.
3: – So we just <laughs> ate, like, slobs the second half. Hell yeah. Yeah. That was seriously one of the most fun adventures ever.
2: Did you see the story this summer about the the guy – uh, who would go to all the Golden State Warriors games. I did, and yeah. That he pulled to no. sit courtside. No. Okay, yeah. so there's this dude who would buy standing room tickets to the Golden State, uh, to Golden State games, yeah. okay? To the O. Uh, yeah, so he would use, so he would use that to get into the arena. So he'd pay 10 bucks to get in standing room only. Then he would look to see what courtside seats were, uh, were empty. And he would Photoshop his ticket to say that that, That was where he was supposed to sit. It would just have, you know, he would put that number in. So when he went down and showed them his phone, they didn't scan his ticket again to make sure it was legit because he's already in the arena. They just looked at the seat numbers. So then he sat, they were just like, all right, go ahead, sit courtside. That's
1: (laughs) so smart. And he did it like for years to, yeah,
2: for years, like half of their home games, like he sat courtside and paid $10.
0: I want to be amazed by that story, but it makes total sense. I've also done it. (laughs) Like I got to to watch a game from the monster at Fenway. Really? Yeah, because it's the same deal. Like you get the cheapest ticket, you walk in, and then you just throw that ticket away. So like they're not going to check it again. And then you open up your like Photoshopped ticket from like, because they don't change it. All they change is the game number and the opponent. So you change that, you're good to go. They check the ticket. They can't scan again. Like they, don't, right. they already scanned to get in, so yeah, like, they're just right. they don't have a way to do that. So yeah, they just stamp your hand and you're good to go. Do you remember who else we met that night
3: at Sloan after party? <sighs> no. We met the organist at Fenway. Oh. Who I'm still pretty good friends with. Josh Josh Cantor. The, of uh, course you are. The Fenway. He's, he's
2: awesome. So, so t- to answer your original question, what <laughs> does sports mean to you? Greg, it's all about friendship. Greg is like <laughs> making connections That's right, Greg. Sports. We haven't
3: actually asked you yet. Uh, what is, yeah, I talked already. What is Ruins sports? The what is sports? To you? Of the, we'll
0: my, we'll, we'll let Aaron ruin yours now.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, my my whole like life is sports, but I, I can't play sports because I got banged up knees, and now my back and shoulder are all messed up, so I haven't played i think
2: you're in a bocce league
3: i am in a bocce league
0: did, did you play sports
3: yeah, yeah yeah growing up i played sports poorly
0: oh that was me for a long time and then once i got good i stopped playing
3: yeah but my one of my favorite stories from growing up is i played basketball more than anything else okay and i played with a couple
2: would you say it's your favorite sport
3: yeah, basketball and baseball.
2: Do you like the, the way they dribble?
3: Do you the dribble. like the way people dribble? You've heard me tell this story. You've heard me tell the aforementioned story. You can do this story for me. Probably. So I played with some kids in my neighborhood who were, all, who were like legitimately good. One like uh, one went on to become a walk-on at Providence basketball. I Was it
2: God him. Sham God?
3: No, no. I hate this kid's gut yeah. so much that's and awesome. like, have since third grade. And he, he was the worst. He's just such an idiot. He was like not a bully, but he's like one of the good people like who'd be like <laughs> when the bullies <laughs> would bully me and my brother.
2: Oh, he was a toady. Yeah,
3: yeah, not, and then he'd be like, I didn't bully you, and then he'd be nice to my face one on one. So he, he did a, he was a walk-on at Providence. And this kid was such a – c he he'd such a creepy life. His, <laughs> dad, his dad went to Providence and his dad was a personal injury lawyer. And his dad was like a pushy, over-the-top sports dad. So this kid would be, like, in growing up, in you know, grade school, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? He's like, I want to play basketball for Providence and be a personal injury lawyer, which is so, wow, so what a, what a Was he name.
2: named after his dad, too? His was he his dad's name? clone, like Boba Fett? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man.
3: But they, um, so he ended up playing, he was a walk-on at Providence, and he was on the same team with God Sham God and um austin crozier yeah they made it to the eight one year i think so
2: do you think sham god created the his his move uh, on your on your enemy in practice yeah <laughs> like when he was trying to when he was trying to guard him
3: but being a petty cretin myself i got word that um somebody i am uh brothers with um, looked up this kid on Wikipedia.
2: Did you say somebody I am brothers with? <laughs> Does that mean your brother?
0: I
3: have yes. no idea who you're talking yes. about. <laughs> so uh, he looked up on Wikipedia for some reason. God, sham, God's Wikipedia, and we saw a, like three wait, par- like, We saw a paragraph about his teammates at Providence, and it mentioned that had this,
0: to have been made by his teammates at Providence.
3: It mentioned this kid we grew up with, like his like future, his teammates, <laughs> future NBA player Austin Crozier. And this kid, I'm not gonna mention his name.
2: If Personal injury attorney.
3: I don't think it's on his Wikipedia uh, it, anymore. Yeah, I it doesn't checked. appear
0: to be. It,
2: yeah. Was
1: yeah.
3: it was scrubbed. But at the time It's it
2: irrelevant was, information. Although, although somehow Mike
0: Bibby is in his college career Wikipedia. <laughs> so.
1: Oh, that's cause he cause Sham God, uh registered twenty three points and five assists against Mike Bibby. Sham and, God was yeah. no
3: joke in Providence. He was yeah. really good. So this, so I got like morbidly curious to, because I'm like that kid had to have written put this in. Oh yeah. And I looked him up on Facebook and his profile picture was him with God Sham God. Even though it was like about 15 years later.
0: No, honestly I don't know that
2: I would do anything different. <laughs> was he still buddies with him?
3: I don't know. If the photo was it was like, like a college
2: like, era a college era picture? It looks
3: like God Sham God had no idea who he was. And uh, this kid ended up becoming a personal injury attorney. Wow. He achieved his dreams.
2: Well, yeah, he his lived dad. it all out. We shouldn't be shitting on this guy. Uh, he achieved oh, so all of it's, it's whoever
3: and
0: son now. Well,
3: his dad, I think, died. So now it's just oh, it was so creepy.
0: But well, did, he die? did he die? How did he die? Was it a
1: personal injury? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then, and then on his personal he, he injury, he took the
0: job <laughs> as vengeance. This kid, on,
3: this guy, on his um, attorney's bio page was like, was like, so like. I've always been a winner. I was a member of the elite eight basketball team at Providence College.
1: Well, then you didn't I, win, huh? You're not a winner if you were part of the elite eight. Yeah. Well, he won three games. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but- I, I saw a guy once. I can't say, I can't say why I know him for specific reasons, <laughs> but he's a politician or attempting to be a politician, running for office or whatever. And I went to his website. You know
2: Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, it was local, local northeast politics. But uh, like he his whole like bio was like i was the captain of a football team the football team was good i played football football was fun oh yeah. also i have a really nice family
2: sounds like football got to his brain
3: yeah he's <laughs> like yeah. i'm
1: a he had yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah but yeah. one time i was at the playground with kids i grew up with playing basketball and there's a the Catholic high school in the town I, I grew up in, Seaton Hall Prep. That they're like always like top five in the state. Like they always would lose to like St. Anthony's in the finals. Okay. So the The uh, is that where school, Kyrie
2: Irving went?
3: No, he went to St. Patrick's. But oh. Kyrie Irving is from my hometown. Yeah, that's and yeah. My cousin, my mom's cousin, knows him really well,
0: and said he was a really nice kid growing up. Now, did they meet Uncle Drew? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know if he met Uncle Drew or not. He's a street ball guy. legend yeah, in a hero hometown. Yeah. But um, so we were uh, – Seton Hall Prep, their best player at the time was a future NBA player, uh, Brevin Knight, you may remember. Sure. Now yeah. yeah, does color commentary for the Memphis Grizzlies. And, oh, really? Yeah, and he was like – he was, was really no joke good. He was like All-American at Stanford. And he was like he was when high school. I think he was the same year I was in high school, but I went to the public. School.
1: He was he was like a point guard, right? Like a yeah, shorter yeah, point yeah, guard, he, right? He yeah. Like
3: really, he had like a ten year career. He was like Brevin, Knight. I I know the yeah. name. He's great. Yeah, he yeah. Was like, A really good backup point guard. Like, Is he
2: Brandon Knight's brother? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I yeah. thought so. So Brevin um, Knight showed up at the playground with a couple like of his friends, and his friends were all like one of his friends was, like a six foot six dude, and. <laughs> My team, we had – we won. And Brevin Knight and his crew were like, all right, we got winners. So, oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, so – and I won, you know, and I'm like – I'm.
0: It feels like that Geico commercial with the barbershop quartet going yes. against the real basketball team.
3: Yes. So Brevin, uh, I, we go down and, you know, like our team, we make or miss the shot. And Brevin Knight gets the rebound. And I'm at half court and I'm the close, closest player to future NBA player Brevin Knight. <laughs> and I got down in uh, a fundamentally sound defensive crouch. I can picture it. And he looked at me, laughed, and then within the blink of an eye, he was already at the other free throw line. <laughs> like, I didn't, it was literally within the blink of an eye. He's at the free throw line and he lobbed past a dunk to a six foot six kid.
2: <laughs> and I had never oh, been,
3: like, even though the kids I played with were, like, a lot of them were really good, I didn't know anyone who could dunk. Like, yeah. maybe someone could dunk, like, after 80 attempts.
0: I don't know if I've ever met someone who dunked.
3: But I never knew anyone who could in-game dunk. Let like alone yeah. catch a lob pass.
0: I may have never met a person who could dunk. Yeah.
3: So my reaction immediately was, oh, guys, my knee's, like, really, really bad. I got to sit out. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't belong. On, I cannot be on the same basketball court as this guy.
0: Yeah, that's, that's hard.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, sports is my – sports is it. Is like my entire life.
0: So, what is it? What is it for you now? What's What's your life in sports currently?
3: Um, in terms of what I watch. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: How How do you interact with sports?
3: Well, I. Guess, how do sports
2: affect your day to day life. Yeah. Well, does it? Does it not?
0: You can oh say my it doesn't.
3: Oh my god! Yeah. Like, well, as you as you guys all know, I have, oh, my
2: uh, dog knows how sports affects uh, my everyday. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. no, okay. but
3: I have a you know like I have a uh, four four month old son. Yes. And we. You know, like I'm. I've been home with him the past month, so all me and him did every day for the past month was watch the U.S. Open.
0: That's my favorite sporting uh, event. Oh my god! Did you ever go? No, I want to go. So I went. Bad. I went a
3: few years ago. It yeah, awesome. it's that's it's like so a,
0: awesome. a thing I can never work out. Yeah, like I, I just always am weirdly busy when it's on, and like desperate to watch it. I'll, I'll pull, I pulled it up on my phone this year, and like going through. I wasn't. I was in Ohio for a stretch of it, and like I was just like desperate to
3: watch it. Oh my god! It, it's I, in person like even if you don't like tennis you have like never watched tennis it's so worth going
0: that's what my mom said like my my dad got to go on business and took my mom with her and like she had no interest at all and she loved it yeah they also got to go to like the corporate tents and all that stuff but like yeah i didn't do that
3: even though i am rich i didn't do that
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, i I love those stories because like my parents they can't afford those things on their own but my dad just gets to do them sometimes right and like they eat it up they like absolutely like live for those things it's so cool right we got to do it for like a, like a Bush series race once. Or like, the the race sucks. And like, racing is boring to me. But like, you could go down under the bleachers and you could just race yeah. exactly the same cars that were in the race. But like, you you would race them yourself, like on a little track, and like it was so much more fun.
3: So I I was um, a journalist for like most of my life, and I did a lot of sports writing. Okay. And I I, I didn't say, know you did sports writing. Oh yeah yeah. I knew I, you were a journalist. I actually wrote for the New York Knicks team. Bro, oh really? I used to have to. I used to go to like Knicks practices. And I did a few times. Like not. I wasn't did it. I think I went like three times. Maybe it was like a freelance. I used to freelance for Mass and Square Garden's website, and then from there it became hooked up with the Knicks. Cool. um It was so boring. boring. Oh really? Oh my god, it stunk. It was like the. It was awful. I the day I decided I was like I want to get. Because I was like a business writer, too. And I was like, "Now I want to get more into serious writing again. Oh, okay. Was, um, I, I was at, um, my parents live in upstate New York. And they live not too far away from Albany, which is where the Giants had their training camp.
0: <laughs> they were all the way up there?
3: Yeah, yeah. I was up visiting my parents. I was up visiting my parents. So I'm like, you know what? I'll pick up some work and go to the Giants training camp. Nice. And I went there and I'm like, this sucks. There's
0: nothing more boring to me than training camp.
3: Oh my God I'm waiting. I went to Lehigh a couple years
0: ago and I was I'm, like, why are all these people so interested
3: i I'm waiting with these like slobby New York City area sports writers for Eli Manning to come out and say practice went well. Oh, yeah. that's literally what it was. And I'm like, this is like I'm not I am not doing this with my life. like I was like building a good portfolio and
0: I, I couldn't imagine being an athlete for like the media relations side of it because like if you say too much, you get in trouble. If you don't say anything, you get in trouble. So if you have to go out and specifically say nothing.
3: So one of my – I had to pitch some stories. I had to pitch stories, and then if they approved them, I could go out and interview players and things like that. Yeah. And the two clear memories I have is, number one, I sat next to Mike D'Antoni okay. at lunch while watching the Obama inauguration. Sixers oh, assistant
2: really? head coach Mike yes. D'Antoni. Yes.
3: <laughs> and then uh, I didn't talk to him, though. I didn't, I didn't talk to him. And then the other thing, the story I pitched was, it was the year Nate Robinson won the dunk contest.
1: Bullshit. bullshit. That was <laughs> bullshit. So, uh,
0: was, I didn't like Nate Robinson until I saw Uncle Drew.
2: He was really good in that movie. <laughs> I saw Nate Robinson dunk in real life, and it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, so, I, I didn't like Nate Robinson until he hit that game winner in the big three this year. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, my so God. My story pitch is I was going to sit in a folding chair, and Nate Robinson was going to dunk over me. I was gonna write about what it's like to sit in a chair while a guy hurdles you with dunks, and then I got there and the Nick said no, I couldn't uh, do that because they're afraid Nate Robinson might pop a knee ligament doing this dumb mm-hmm. thing. But I did hang out with Nate Robinson, watch him practice dunks.
2: All right. I, Have you watched the uh, the? Giannis, uh like documentary where they're like showing him like oh yeah yeah uh like uh filming a commercial and they have like his agent there and he's like talking about like the negotiations like yeah they're gonna want him to dunk and i'm gonna have to say no and then we're gonna have to like meet they're gonna want him to do all these kind of crazy dunks like throw it off the backboard right. and i'm gonna have to say no and i'm gonna tell him that he's not gonna dunk at all because it's like a risk to his health and then like at the end i'll finally let him get like one or two dunks in. <laughs> but it's all about setting the right yeah. <laughs> expectations right. Yeah. Right, right. where it's like, yeah, like you tell him he's not going to be able to dunk at all. And then you give him a couple dunks and they're happy. And it's just like, oh, everything sucks. <laughs> Do you remember Giannis in the dunk contest?
3: Yeah.
0: He was like nothing. Like it was like, oh, wow. Who, who is this guy? He's nobody. He's small. He's like super skinny. Yeah, it was when he was like, like still three years later. Unreal. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, look he at got this guy.
1: fucking yoked.
0: That, that How old is he? So what exactly.
2: is he? Is he twenty five yet?
1: Yeah, and I think I he know, just turned twenty five. Yeah,
3: it's like twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, he's already like the most frightening player in the NBA.
0: Yeah, I mean that was the thing that that I, I learned from that documentary is that like he was that small because he had no choice but to share everything yeah. with that giant family, mm-hmm. yeah, a giant like, living, family of giant people. Of yeah of
3: Athens, Greece, like selling trinkets. Like he didn't have.
0: That, like it wasn't until the NBA that like he actually yeah. had a chance to eat right. Do you
3: remember one of, one of his early tweets was? Um,
2: oh, I love smoothies I or love something.
0: Smoothies. I just he's, had my first. Smoothie he's twenty four years America. old.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was like the most adorable moment. I, that yeah. Was so cute. He's had oh, a lot of those like
0: just sweet moments, like w- the one where the girl like drew a
2: picture of him and he was just like amazed with it. Oh and, like, no, yeah. No, no! Yeah, yeah, like, or like the Christmas where I his cry, I cry, the Christmas oh, I did. yeah the Christmas where he Instagrammed the blowjob button that his girlfriend got him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one. That's awesome. I didn't see this. His either. girlfriend gave him like a like a press here for blowjob <laughs> for Christmas, like a gag gift, and he That's went on his Instagram awesome. and was like, "Hey, look at this." <laughs> and <laughs> That's incredible. And his girlfriend was mortified. She was just like, "Stop this!" And he's just <laughs> laughing. And like, it, it, it made me feel bad.
3: Oh, uh, <laughs> I love I love NBA player Instagram errors. So, oh my so, god.
0: There are so love. many of them. Oh
3: my god! I, and I love. Um, also, I'm. I don't know about you guys, but I am like endlessly dislike and am completely fascinated by Katie
1: I am the what same exact yeah. yeah the
2: the the burner Twitters and all the, that the, stuff. Like, why, like, why
3: are you bothering? Like, why
2: does he care? Why why is he constantly fighting with high schoolers yeah, on the internet?
3: Yeah, about like your career legacy under a non de like like dude,
2: to
0: have that kind of time. I wish I had a profile high enough that i also had the time to I, just
2: fight people with like a different just go name. to therapy man. <laughs> <laughs> like just take an hour a week and go to therapy. I'm sure there's I a, think he I think NBA
1: Katie's definitely t- like the two well, they, times they a week therapy. therapy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. And he
3: probably doesn't he's probably one of those guys who doesn't go to a licensed therapist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he goes to like <laughs> He
2: goes to a back alley therapy. <laughs> he, he, he has no, a he, my guy. Yeah,
3: like you, he goes to someone who's pro- possibly into Scientology. yeah maybe like like
2: his therapist might be telling him to interact just interact with them just say say your piece
3: his therapist
1: is just Kyrie irving now (laughs)
3: yeah his therapist is probably like what you need to focus on is building your brand
2: like it's
3: like a total like scam trying to become like a business partner
2: yeah like his therapist is secretly working for his agent yeah
3: yeah, (laughs) yeah by the way um on your spiritual journey if you're interested in owning 10 condos in Bumberton, North Carolina, uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, I could use uh, some financing help.
2: You should buy a bunch of Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a bunch of Wendy's franchi- franchises. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Fast food entrepreneurship has never yeah. hurt an NBA
0: player. Follow the Magic Johnson League. Just buy one it of everything. Yeah. Get <laughs> yeah, one baseball magic, team, one movie Magic's theater, portfolio restaurant, is one is diverse. <laughs> he has everything. Shaq, now too. Shaq has, like, Shaq's on the board of, like, Papa John's. He has all these different weird things he's doing all the time.
2: Yeah, he's a cop. <laughs> yeah.
3: So I can't divulge too, too much about it, but. Ooh. Um, through my. I, I know professionally someone who helps NBA players manage money. Oh, yeah? Yes.
1: You've told me about this before. Yeah. Yeah. Is so, it,
3: is a lot, there... I can divulge what has been made public
0: i say is there non-specifics that you can you can tell stories using non-specifics um
3: i can tell
1: well we were talking about like the wine article at one point weren't we like
3: how they all drink wine but like wasn't there like some some
1: financial points. thing in that that you
3: yeah a bunch of nba players uh, are, like are, i can i can't go anymore it's, it's awesome <laughs> about that okay but what i can tell you is the guy i His
1: son, Whiteside. Oh God! Did, he was? I I'm trying. There were two different stories, and I feel like both of them were him. Was he the one who's uh uh so, sued over dog cum? <laughs> <laughs> Do you He's know? On the white side? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. What yeah. is that? There story? was some
2: player in Miami, like because of dog breed, like a dog breeder story. It, yeah. Where yeah, he got a bad batch of dog jizz or something.
1: No, like uh. Um, what, what happened was, um, his dog, uh, I'm, I'm just checking to make sure it was Hassan Whiteside, um, (laughs) yeah, NBA player deprived of chance to sell prize dog semen lawsuit says it was Udonis Udonis. Haslam for that. Yeah. Hassan Whiteside was the one who got the car, the gun stolen out of his car right after he bought it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But one thing, uh, my the guy I know does for Hassan Whiteside is manage the orders of his, uh, koi ponds. like <laughs> really helps helps uh, Hassan Whiteside procure the right kind of koi fish.
0: <laughs> he goes through that many koi fish.
3: Apparently, koi fish die quickly, I think, or something like that.
0: So they're they're
1: easy. expensive too,
0: aren't they?
3: I I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a koi, I'm not a koi investor. <laughs> oh, like, oh a <laughs> yeah, <my> Koi boy.
0: Ever <laughs> ever since my uncle retired, he's like. 100 percent in on his koi pond <laughs> hey you need a project to keep your mind sharp it's, it's actually really cool every time i'm over there there's like a whole new thing added to it and i'm like how did you find a new thing this is awesome i thought the koi pond was done but he they, keeps making it better they added a blue heron it's like statue because they apparently had blue heron coming in and taking their koi <laughs> and the, the blue heron will see the blue heron and be like ah someone's already eaten them and they'll move along oh, it's a
2: scarecrow yeah, basically.
0: so
3: you want to hear a sports fun fact about me i just put this on facebook the other day so you guys might have seen it i don't know if there's anyone else alive who can say this but i was at the first game in new york after 9-11 and i was at the phillies game where they caught osama
0: all right oh, go shit. ahead
3: yeah tell stories um how,
0: how does that feel
3: oh we're, no we're, it was like crazy cause were like, you
0: were you usa chanting at both of them
3: no um, maybe the 9-11 game I might have been, but, because I lived up in North Jersey. Greg so.
2: doesn't cheer for death, no matter
0: who it is.
3: <laughs> no, but I, I lived were, in- were you
0: yelling mean things at George Bush?
3: He wasn't at that game. Rudy Giuliani was at Oh, that he game. did that one? Yeah, Rudy Giuliani came by, and people... All right, me. Bush Rudy? was a World Series? He was a World Series game, when he threw heat. Yeah. He threw heat, too. Oh,
0: yeah. He came out firing.
3: He, he's, like, one of the... Those all-
1: Texas people. boys can fucking throw Oh yeah. yeah
3: he's the all-time best pitcher president you probably. think yeah yeah probably. his I, I, dad actually pitched in college but george w bush is a little more younger and spryer and when and he was pre- when
2: he was president yeah
3: but i mean obama couldn't pitch obama like threw like one pitch once that was like Which almost it, a baba it
0: can. feels so weird to me because he's an athletic person yeah and like you should be able to throw a ball
2: if, if you're you not regularly throw, throwing a baseball, though, it's
3: it is hard.
2: It is hard.
3: Baseball. Baseball is the hardest sport to play. Baseball it's
1: also play. the most boring sport to watch. I love it. Yeah, I can't.
0: So much. Yeah, we definitely dif- differ on that. Yeah, I, I get I get the boring parts of it. But even then, I'm like, this will pass. Something cool is coming. Yeah. The, 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 the anticipation yeah. makes it exciting. Yeah,
3: there's like something play at the plate out of nowhere or
0: yeah like the there was a kingery inside, inside the park the home piazza run the other day guy. i'm like i was watching this
3: yeah like, yeah but um no so i went to the first game in new york after 9-11 it was a mets braves game mike piazza hit a home run in the bottom of the eighth inning that local, was like local legend Mike all-time, piazza. Great, all-time great home run
0: car and, dealership owner mike piazza <laughs> yes
3: and he um the seventh inning stretch, Liza Minnelli sang "God Bless Oh Liza my America. God, that's great! And then New York, New York, and she did a no uh, way huh. a Randy version with that uh New York City first responder. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a little raunchy. And me and my friend Dan, we were like, Liza, Blah! and the whole all of a sudden Shea Stadium all started chanting Liza. So that's no awesome. USA
2: chants. No, I might.
1: But <laughs> when was the game? <laughs> how, how long yeah. after?
3: <laughs> like a week and a
1: half, maybe. Yeah. After not
3: and then the other, the Osama game, me and my wife went just to go to a random, we were just like, what yeah. do you want to random do? random Sunday night photos. Yeah, you game. had no yeah. way of
0: knowing. Was yeah. that
2: also right. against the Braves?
3: I can't remember. It might have been. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I want to say that was against the Mets. I remember Mets. it was Sunday night think, ESPN.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it was against the Mets.
3: But we were we were just doing like the uh, scanning room by like on the lower tier scanning room. Yeah. And all of a sudden there was like guys in. This section, these long kids in the section and just start chanting USA, USA. So I figured it was just a bunch of Philly people being racist. <laughs> like, <laughs> there are USA you know, yeah. chants randomly yeah, at yeah, all awesome sorts. I saw someone with like a, from obviously from another country or probably not even from another country, an American born person who's just not a white person. And so me you know, and lot are like, oh, what's going on? And then there sort are of, like a couple more sporadic USA chants began. And we were like, "What is going on?" And then um, someone had a f- their phone, like looked at their phone, and was like, "Yeah, it's breaking news right now. Like, we're, it looks like President's gonna announce we uh, caught Obama, Osama."
1: Obama caught Obama.
3: Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you find him? We all know the truth.
0: We all know the truth. But, yeah. Obama.
3: But um, yeah. So we, so then everyone started chanting "USA, USA." And the best is like. Me and my wife were like, oh, we're not. Like, I mean, obviously, we are glad that we captured the leader of Al Qaeda, but we were at the
2: so called.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Allegedly. (laughs) He
2: never had his day in court.
3: But we were just like, oh, man, like, this is, this is, like, nuts. And then you just saw the players, like, looking around. Like, what is going on
0: here? Yeah, I remember watching that on TV. Like, I can't imagine being there. Because, like, on TV, I was able to know what was happening while I was seeing it. Yeah. Like, I'm just on the internet and it came through and then it, the and chant- it tells you why yeah so but like being there and just like starting to like slowly hear it like that has to be such a weird it was so feeling. it was
3: so weird especially before we knew yeah because like i mean I was, like we literally thought it was racism like we literally thought that's what it was <laughs> what, and,
0: what does that tell you
3: about yeah. the country <laughs> and then um
2: and then well okay. you know it was nationalism so same thing <laughs> They're, they're brothers.
3: There was an article in the Inquirer, wherever, where about how the Phillies players found out what happened, and one of the stories was Shane Victorino found out. Oh yeah, and he found out because he was in the outfield.
0: Oh, someone yelled somebody like, it. Yelled it. Yeah, out.
3: yeah. And he asked what was going on, and someone yelled. And I would have done anything to have heard that kind of like, oh. like hey, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, guess what, man? <laughs> like Shane Victorino trying to comprehend and explain like through like a telephone because he's not as much as i loved the flying hawaiian i never got the vibe he was the greatest uh, like the most intellectual of people
2: shane victorino is still every time i see the phillies post something on instagram he comments on it does he oh, yeah, shane victorino yeah. comment he still comments yeah, very, on everything the Phillies very post active, on social yeah. media
3: but um so he um yeah he uh he into the clubhouse and i would have done anything to have heard that relay yeah that's got to be one of the all-time great conversations
0: that that game of of uh telephone from guy (laughs) in the stands (laughs) through center fielder
3: but you know the only way better than the only way better than to be at the stadium to find out about osama there's one other way what's that there was a WWE Fucking be
1: in the room. Oh,
3: there's a WWE pay per view that night. <laughs> yeah, and, um, yeah. At the, at the main event, John Cena was in the main event, and he won the main event. Uh-huh. And then afterwards, he's like, and he's like, did he, he announce chaotic. it? To the- yeah, he can't, he announced it to like whatever city they were in, and start waving a flag. He said, hey, ladies and gentlemen, even better news in my vi-. He said something like that. Even better news tonight than me, avenging Umaga. just <laughs> 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 got a <laughs> <laughs> and he's like so we're in troops and he stuff. did a rap about it yes
0: <laughs> oh my god I didn't know about the rap character until this year's Wrestlemania and he comes out in like the whole get up yeah. and I'm like the fuck is this guy doing and everyone's like no that's just that's just who he is so
3: he grew up with my friend Mac in Boston they're from the same town they went to different high schools but they knew each other really really well and my friend Mac like his like closest friends from home like are still up until a few years ago, my last update, we're still good friends with John Cena. Wow. And when he started, like, becoming, like, a star, he was doing, like, his, like, he's doing, like, an Eminem, 8 Mile yeah. character. He was still, like, kind of more vanilla. He was, like, Vanilla Ice, and they became him. <laughs> and um, he, my, fr- my friend Mac was in a rap, like, a rap, like, electronic dance group, so like, i was living with mac at the time and he got a voicemail i was like you gotta hear this voicemail so he played it for me It was John cena <laughs> oh god and John cena was like yo yo uh mac what's up man i don't know if you remember me but this is John cena uh, <laughs> just, just want to let you know man like i heard from i heard from uh i heard from ryan that you're you know you, that you're doing some music and rap stuff and he played me some of it and it's like i like it a lot man you got Drop off some um, music at my mom's my mom's <laughs> store because his or his dad his mom or John Cena's mom or dad owns a, owns a or owns a prominent ice cream stand in Newburyport, Massachusetts. Really? <laughs> so he's like, you have to drop it off, and then John Cena's like, Yeah, I'm getting this. Oh,
2: Cena's dough. Creamery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but
3: he's like, and then John Cena's like. Yeah, I'm I'm getting the studio now with like, and he names like a bunch of like – like whoever famous people, two thousand yeah. rappers from two thousand four. I'm whatever.
2: doing a song with Nelly and Petey Pablo. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and then and then I was like, are you going to call him back or like give him the max? Like, I, I'm probably not. <laughs> but he's also. In one of John Cena's music videos. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. He's like he went. They had like a party. At John there's, Cena's backyard. There's back so dark. much
0: of that sentence that just surprised me. John Cena
2: has music videos.
3: Oh yeah. He was trying to become like an actual rapper for a little bit. You know, you like rap more than I do.
2: Mm-hmm. But, but I, I never, I, never I, wasn't heard? watching wrestling at that time.
3: But did you have you ever heard John Cena's <laughs> raps?
2: I saw like some of the like battle rap like uh, promos he would okay. cut. Okay. Yeah. But you never heard his. I never called. heard his like, like. No, I never listened to his for album.
3: See if you critically uh destruct like i'll listen to it take
2: some notes and uh report back we'll throw throw it
0: in at the end of the episode
3: (laughs) yeah so what else
0: (laughs) (laughs) so we're actually pretty close to an hour here so uh do you guys have anything coming up aaron
2: what do you got well for plugs yeah i've got a podcast uh uh, sorry, Greg, to to tell you that I've moved on. I, <laughs> is, I have other
1: I, <laughs>
2: I have other podcast partners now. Uh, it comes out every Thursday. It's called Chef Boys. Are we? I do it with former Philly, current <laughs> Los Angeles comedians Luke Giordano and brendan kennedy uh every week we cook a different uh food dish and have a guest on and we have a little dinner party before the podcast I, how fun and I then we talk dinner. about we that talk about really food
1: nice. <laughs> you just started this like a couple weeks ago yeah right?
2: we are okay. we're, as of today it, yeah. we are like six, seven episodes in it's okay. a lot of fun. it's so much fun it's the most fun <laughs> i've ever had doing a podcast oh. wow <laughs> wow <laughs> like, to be
3: fair, Luke and Brendan are like two really awesome.
2: They're fun, and they are. And it's food, yeah, and it's food, and we what's, don't eat on microphone. Don't worry, we What's, eat what's like your best we, dish so far? Um, uh, so we've we've had some good ones. Uh, Luke. Did like – Luke ho- made homemade pasta and pasta sauce that turned out really well. So are you like, – uh, I did like a, a mac- macaroni and cheese. Brendan <laughs> Brendan made some good stuff and some terrible things. It's <laughs> – yeah, it's like a good mix and we're going to like experiment with stuff. So like, are you bringing in like specialties or are you like going out and finding recipes for we So we're, we're mixing it up. Like we, we started out with like stuff that like – we like to eat stuff from our childhood. Uh, we we have an upcoming episode with uh, guest comedian uh, Ryan Connor, who I play in a comedian basketball league with, and I knew he was a big uh, like Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan fan. Okay, so what I did was I cooked Michael Jordan's uh, pregame meal before every game. Michael Jordan would eat. 23 ounce steak and a baked potato and it's like that's a crazy thing to eat before every basketball game so i made that and then it's like we mostly used it as a chance to talk about like michael jordan how crazy he is and like then like the evolution of murdered yeah Yeah. oh we definitely talk about that and then like the evolution of like uh, like athletes and like nutrition and stuff like this so we like use the food as a jump off point to like talk about other stuff we're not just like oh the seasoning that you put on the steak was very unique what did you use it doesn't get into too okay. many food details it's mostly it's a comedy podcast and we just use food as the jump off point and an excuse to ask friends over to hang out and feed them
3: you want nice. what would be an innovative podcast you should do a thing Wait, where should we you, should we not say
2: this publicly? No,
0: no, no. You, can. you um. and
3: other comics just talk, and you don't need the food. You don't need a hook. Oh you yeah. Don't have that
2: enough? Oh, just like, and they should all be, uh like, white guys just <laughs> yes. sitting around, yeah. like, yeah. like five, six yeah. white, yeah. And yeah. then you just like talk about, yeah. Uh huh. This is this
0: is hitting really close to home. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, this is this <laughs> I
1: mean, is four. I this is four white club. guys right now. Yeah. So. I said five
0: or uh, six. That's right, yeah. We, we didn't hit the levels.
2: And we're just guests, so it's really on you that this is a, a you know a racially segregated <laughs> podcast.
0: Yeah. That's true. Well, not my fault. Well, we we invited your podcast on, so
2: oh, that's I true. Mean, so we started it, yeah. and we did say that we were the first basketball podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. But more, <laughs> right. yeah, I, I'm not kidding. We might be. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we were like very early when, in that game. Was, I'll tell you this: we were the first
2: it? comedy basketball podcast. We absolutely were that. What was it? 2006.
3: Well, do you count like the Basketball Jones guys as comedy? No, no, okay. And
2: I like what we they started do now. they before them anyway.
3: No, they started before us. Are you sure? Yeah, because as I was like, podcasts, I was like, man, because we did it with we did it with this guy Dave.
2: Yeah, when first. did we start? Two thousand six, yeah, two like thousand seven. We
3: did it with this guy Dave.
2: All right, so maybe they were who,
3: no, no longer like, and I don't even, I think he still lives in Philly. Dave was, Walk. Yeah, I think so. I think we saw him his the um, last time
2: I saw him was when he was visiting L.A. Went to, oh, really? oh, <laughs> went to a Clippers
3: game together. those are fun.
2: I went to a Clippers game when I was out there.
3: Dave got really mad at me that one podcast and quit doing the podcasts That's why he did it because I
2: mean, I Greg was jerk. being Greg. He was being very long winded and off topic.
3: Sure like a jerk. And then um, yeah, it was my fault. But then he um, but yeah, he we,
2: gave us his blessing to keep going without him.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a nice guy. I felt bad about.
2: Dave is great. He yeah. ran the uh, the uh, Philadelphia comedy website, Comic Versus Audience, that uh, got, like, a lot of online uh, uh, recognition for Philadelphia comedy. That like, is where – It's where, like, um, it's where um, a lot of us, like, kind of met each yeah. other, like, through that and, like, Die, Actor, Die and Greg's mm-hmm. show uh, – uh, bedtime Stories. It's really the genesis of Philly comedy as you know and love it today.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, we <laughs> well, all we all love Philly yeah. comedy right no, now. No, it's just an absolute
0: this, love fest.
3: Through Dave, I um because I managed to procure a copy of Mia Where in the World is Carbon San Diego. Oh yeah. Uh, oh my Dave god. Dave is the if, one who uploaded it. I wanna I wanna yeah. to throw that out. And it got if, like a ton
2: of views. It's right? got
3: like over a million views. Yeah. And I wrote and the essay I wrote about it mm. was on I uh, was on Comic first Audience. Yeah. That was like one of the first, that was like my first
2: hit. Your first big internet hit before, yeah. uh, uh, Scott or improv oh, yeah. or, uh, Carl G. Carl G. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I just went through that the other day. You just told me about that the other day. I didn't know. Greg is it. the so king recycling. of like
2: one-off, uh, like sensations one-off that internet <laughs> sensations. <laughs> that, my,
3: that, yeah. That do not lead me to following my dreams, uh, or, uh, somehow come close. And then Cause
2: none of them are sustainable. Them. No they're money. all just like, yeah, they're all just like very quick, like, oh, this is really fun for like, yeah. you know, and then, you know, something like at midnight will steal your game yeah, and we'll put it on. The yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Just give me a credit. I'm like Greg Gethram. I'm like, oh, no, thanks, guys. I just wrote a 10 minute segment for your show. I prefer the prorated cut of money.
2: Do they even put your Twitter on the screen I'm so you I could get follow, some follow, some follow Fridays? I don't think I got that.
3: That's I, fine. <laughs> I'm fine not getting the at midnight Hardwick <laughs> I was like hurt. I didn't even because I never watched that show. I don't like that dude.
2: I know for what it was For a while Greg kept the your Twitter was just at holding court because you didn't know you could change it. Yeah, I had
3: no idea. I'm know so, so bad with stuff. I'm and, so uh, bad.
2: Know, okay. And you were still just tweeting from at holding court
3: Yeah. I was so bad at <laughs> I am like really not logically savvy. Yeah.
2: But now you're what? At financial guru Greg G? <laughs> Which yeah. is so easy.
3: <laughs> yes. So, but, um... Wait, is yeah.
0: that—is that Greg and then three Gs? In yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> I have
3: no idea what it is. Um, Greg, you're
2: on a podcast. You should know. But, yes, I'm on... I, I do the Chef Boys Are We podcast. Oh, that's right. We're great still
0: doing
3: name. that. That is a great name. Yeah, yeah. That, that is Shouts really to
2: Brendan Kennedy. He came up with it.
3: Yeah. Uh, I miss those guys, man. Uh,
2: listen to the podcast. It's just like hanging sure. out with us every yeah. Thursday.
3: There's a good-sized Philly contingent in L.A.
2: now. Yeah, really we've had a few of them on the podcast so far. Uh, Daryl Charles is on this week's episode. Is he out there now? Kate, uh, no, but he, he was visiting? just out there visiting. He,
1: he was um, in Baltimore.
3: Yeah, I thought he lived in
2: Baltimore. Kate Thompson, Meg Favreau are on upcoming episodes. Oh, nice. Blake Wexler was on an yeah. episode. We're going to have some more Philly favorites.
3: Yeah. Meg, Meg Favreau, I don't think you guys know her. I don't know. She is more I know of the name. The, the, she was in a sketch group, Meg and Rob. And they, she is like one of like the five funniest people. Ever in oh yeah, Philadelphia. Oh my God, she's, she's so great. funny. Yeah, yeah, she was. She's anyway. her episode is gonna be really fun. Yeah, because she's really into food. And she can cook, I think. I
2: think yeah, she wrote cook a cookbook.
3: And- yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. it's I miss like, Meg.
2: Yeah. Her cookbook is is really – it's a collection of like little old lady recipes. So she like oh, found nice. all these old like recipes and like collected them together and like wrote about them.
3: And stuff. If I make it out to LA, can I be on?
2: Hell yeah, dude. And then can, <laughs> just say uh, no. Be... Anybody on or listening to this podcast <laughs> yeah. who comes to LA, <laughs> hit me up. You could be a guest on the or, show.
3: Do you, um, If I am on, can we just eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Because that's the only thing I really know how to make.
2: I mean you don't have to cook. We'll cook for you. Our guests don't cook. Um, then I will absolutely invite myself. Imagine
1: having I a podcast and be want. like, yeah, you can do my podcast if you cook for me. Well, here's
2: our plan. We're going to have people on. We're going to make sure we cook for them first. If they offer to cook for us, we will, we will do that. We'll like, buy all the groceries for them and stuff. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So can I do my podcast? Yeah, what do you yeah, got? Yeah. So I recently teased on Facebook that I have in the works the weirdest comedy show I've ever put together.
1: And that's saying something. Yeah, you you asked me to do it, and I can't. I'm bummed. I think I think this is the show you asked me about.
3: So this show, I will. You guys want breaking news? Yeah, yeah.
1: Break some news, baby.
3: I'm not doing it here. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Uh, as of now, the date is became in flux last night, so didn't really like a little hesitant to plug it. But as of now, it's October 18th.
0: Perfect. I can do that
3: at the Spiral Bookcase in Maniunk bookstore yes and it's called
0: is that a main street is it just off, main, right street? off main street yeah.
3: right off main, main Street. back to school ways to use your children to make yourself look rich
0: i mean <laughs> and, what what would you have that could contribute to using your children to get rich
3: well i'm still i can't really develop reveal all of the bits yet but i will say that uh, as of now i am co-hosting the show with one of I, my neighbors.
0: I, I just heard this. Who, I, I was. I just yes. heard this information, who and I am is, very excited. Get uh, to be named?
3: No. Um. She's a ten-year-old drag performer who lives across the street from me.
0: Oh, dang! Which? Hell yeah.
3: it's Under the name Fernando de la Moore. Her name is uh, Emma, and she's very, very crazy. That's
2: gonna be so fun. I, and Greg, I looked yeah. it up. It Your fun. Twitter is <laughs> at financialgurugg.
0: <laughs> yeah, but. Oh, did you plug yours? What's yours? Uh, it's at uh, Aaron Herzog. Okay,
3: but I also have other teenagers who live on my block.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of the one that you told me for me. Yes, which yeah. I'm very
3: excited yeah, I have about. Probably, I have three or four teenagers committed to the show. I well, three or three teenagers and one preteen committed to the show. Wow, and some right. adults too. that, like that almost feels
0: weird to say, but I, I understand the bits that I'm aware of at yeah. least. And I think I know two or three of them. Yeah. And yeah, this is going to be insane.
2: You've permission from their parents and everything. It's all oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, above it's just board. At a bookstore.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, No, I've done like shows with children at the bookstore before.
0: <laughs> I was right. You had the little guy be- with the like yeah, the headset, heads and the suit. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. yeah,
3: that's who you'll be working with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my upcoming thing. I have something else, but I can't remember.
0: All right. Yeah. So that's why you plug your Twitter financial
2: guru Greg G. Nice. Yeah. G G financial.
0: Cr- so much. Yeah, financial guru G-G. Greg G. So no G G, just two Gs. G G. Oh
2: G G.
3: The only thing I follow on Twitter are um, as of the past three days, Philadelphia comedy drama. Oh and, yeah. Right. Uh, also, uh, any uh, news related to Democratic candidate Amy Klobuchar?
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I haven't know, even. I'm I haven't even gotten really know yeah, anything about.
3: it. Interesting. Yeah. We'll
2: have to talk off mic.
3: Yeah. Practical, yet practical, yet progressive. Eric.
2: You know, I, I'm, I'm not surprised
1: that you would. <laughs> um, Dan, do you have anything to plug?
0: Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. September 28th, I believe the date is. It's still all being locked in, but we're doing a Shuffle live show. Shuffle is my other podcast that if you search for it currently, you won't be able to find, but it is coming back as soon as we figure out how to get the feedback up and running. We uh, ran a foul of something or other and we have to kick it off again. But uh, look out for that. It'll all come out at once. And then the live show is the 28th. Uh, Comedy Incarnate, I'm on the next one. I'm on Greg's show, which is the 18th. And I, that's far enough out, I think.
1: What do you got? um oh you know eddie finstagram on instagram mm-hmm. <laughs> uh eddie j finn on twitter and then i'm um, gonna be uh, in new york actually uh running a new show oh uh, that's right yeah uh mayor, mayor Battleaxe Battle on uh, the third saturday of every month uh, in Long Island City at Rockaway Brewing Company.
0: Awesome. Oh, and I forgot I- to plug uh my website com. You can find my Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff and I write daily jokes. You can find them there, cartoons, blah blah blah, everything I make, you can find it there. Uh as far as the turnover, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the turnover pod on both of those. So feel free to like it and share it and follow Interact whatever. with us there and find it wherever you listen to podcasts and rate it and subscribe and keep listening. And I I guess that's it. Before we go, Aaron, we're going to end with the same question. We're going to end with every time. Now, what would you say when you dunked on somebody?
2: Man, I say nothing.
0: I'd let the dunk talk for me. That's the same thing I said. Yeah. My, my only addition was I would apologize.
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh, nice. nice. That is
0: nice. And we'll go out on yours, Greg. What would you say?
3: He's on fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Bye. All right.